We're back here, whole nine yards, on a Thursday afternoon. Drew Pien here with Brandon Kokorian. Brandon, how's it going? It's been it hasn't been too long since we recorded, so. No, yeah, it's only been it's been a couple of days. Um, but yeah, the NFL schedule release was last night, or at least Wednesday night. I don't know when this comes out. Uh, so yeah, that's I mean that's the big thing that we're going to talk about today. How's the summer been? I mean, it's been what well, I think it's been like a exactly a week since we both got went home. So. Yeah. Uh, it was because earlier today I was thinking about it. It was a week uh Thursday we both left. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been I guess good so far. I mean, no work, right? I mean, I guess that's a positive being yeah, in the summer and stuff. So I don't know if you're taking a summer class or not, but no, I'm not. Are you? No, no. Yeah, yeah, summer's been pretty nice. It's been a week. It's nice. I mean, you got like what three months of this basically, if not more. I want to say like so three May months. 13th, June thirteenth, July thirteenth. Yeah, I mean they're over three months. Yeah, um, I'm in my sunroom, not in my room this time. I uh, guess it was like it was like a little bit warm and like so this room's pretty nice. So I just decided I'd be here. I guess it's like kind of nice scenery. I feel like you can kind of see some like reflections in there, but whatever. Uh, we'll get into the, the schedule release. So we're gonna talk about the NFC East and the AFC East. We I have the over under predictions by the over-under lines by Fox bet in front of me. So we'll go NFC East. We'll talk about the over-under. We'll give our pick and then we'll, yeah, we'll go to the AFC. So I'll go in, in order of lowest over-under to highest in the NFC East, then lowest to highest in the AFC East. So our first team is the Eagles. They're at over-under six and a half. Um, I'm looking at an article by, by Fox sports. I'll put the link in the description. Um, I think it's by Jason McIntyre. The, the lines are obviously Fox bet. So he has, the Eagles are at uh, six and a half wins and he picks the over to me. This is one that I think they fall somewhere around that six mark. I wouldn't be surprised if they got seven or eight. I wouldn't be surprised if they were five or four. Uh, I lean the, I lean under, I just, I'm betting on, I'm really betting on, on Hertz if I want to pick the over and I don't think Hertz wins them any games. They, they shouldn't win. And I think that's kind of, important when I'm betting it over and under, I need to trust the quarterback and I, I don't trust the quarterback. I also need to trust the coach and I, I don't trust Sirianni either. I, I'm not sure exactly what he'll pan out to be, but I don't really trust Sirianni as well. Uh, if you we look at their actual schedule, I, I don't think they get any massive breaks or I don't think they get any massive. It's not a super tough schedule. It's not a super easy one, at least, you know, in terms of placing of the games, uh, they have a def- they definitely got some early tough matchups. I mean, second week it's Niners, third week Cowboys, fourth week Chiefs. I mean, you're probably looking at like a one and three start at best, and that's if you beat the Eagle, uh, the Falcons at uh, at Atlanta. You're probably looking at one and three. You might even start zero and four. So it's it's a tough beginning of the schedule. And if that, you know, if you kind of if you start zero and four, you know, you don't want people giving up on Jalen Hurts early, especially in the locker room. And I I think that might be what happens. So. I, t- I take the under. Yeah, this – I think it's a good line, six and a half, because I think it could be six or seven. Uh, and I'd like to say six based on their talent. Uh, and obviously Hurts as quarterback. He's going quarterback for the whole year, not just a couple games at the end of the season with no film on him. So, people, you know, teams are going to have film on him. And then as the season gets going even more, there's going to be even more film. So I think that definitely was a factor. Having Sirianni in there as a new head coach I think matters. Uh, that offensive line's beat up. That defense isn't as good as it's been. They still didn't really address corner that much. It's still really just slay and not much else. Uh, so that's definitely a concern for their defense. And yeah, looking at the schedule, I mean, I don't like to go through with like, like oh, they'll win this game, they'll win, they'll lose that game. But 
I will say they're they very favorable home games. They're home against the Niners, home against the Chiefs, home against the Bucks, home against the Chargers, home against the Saints. I think those are very, you know, good home games. If you're on the road for even just two or three of those games, that could be basically an automatic loss. I know the Saints aren't the same team as they used to be, but still going to play in New Orleans now with fans again, that's going to be a tough environment. So to be at home for those games, I think are huge. Uh, they don't really have like a road trip kind of. I mean, they're at Love, they're at Las Vegas, and then they're at Detroit. That's back to back weeks. Um, but again, those teams aren't exactly the toughest teams. Obviously, the Lions aren't. Possibly the Raiders. Uh, and then you know they're at the Giants, at the Jets. Obviously, at the same stadium. So I don't see this schedule. The schedule is definitely not a tough schedule. Um, I would say, but for the team and the talent on this, you know, for the Eagles, I think that I would like to say six wins is probably where I'd have them at. Um, but I probably I wouldn't be surprised if they got seven, maybe eight. I think that's a reach, but I think six is a I think six a good uh, is a good number for them. Second on this division, so they're at seven and a half according to Fox Bet. Uh, that's the Giants. Jason McIntyre he picked the um, he said pass or over. So yeah, I think seven and a half is another good line for the Giants. I don't I think they're probably going to be around that seven or eight. Uh, if Jones, it basically it comes down to Jones again. Like I, I don't want to center everything around the quarterback, but if Jones is good, they're probably going to be above seven and a half. If he's not good, like he has been, they'll probably be under. Uh, I want to say they finished like five and three in their last eight games. They had a they had a good stretch down down the regular season last year. Uh, they made they made the division pretty interesting. Uh, I mean, obviously the football team ended up winning that division, but the Giants for for a good stretch of time. It looked like they might have they were going to win that division. They ended up not, but the offense is set up for success. I mean, your O line is is improving. Uh, you you have Saquon, obviously. You got Kadarius Tony, who just drafted Kenny Galladay, uh, Sterling Shepard. This this team is is set up for Jones' success. And if he can't succeed in this offense, then you probably get rid of him and you probably try to find your next quarterback. Uh, so yeah, I, I personally, I, I'm not a big Jones guy. I, I think he probably does fail. And I think next year you're probably looking for another quarterback. And not that Jones is a bust or, and I mean, I guess he is a bust, but not that he can't play at all. I mean, he, I think he's a good backup, but I don't know that I'd like him as a starter. So I, I, I lean under, but again, I mean, this team, they could be eight wins. I don't see them going higher than eight though. I could see them at six or five wins. So it, it's too, it's too tough for me not to take the under. So I'm going to take the under. Yeah, this one I kind of agree with uh, Jason McIntyre. Um, it's rather a pass or over, I think, for me. And I think it does rely on Jones. If Jones could be just at least better than average at quarterback with the weapons that he has on offense, now with Barkley being back, bringing in Galladay, Tony, who they drafted, like you said, Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, who they brought in free agency, who's a you know, red zone target, uh, Slay, I mean, uh, Slayton um, and Shepard. I mean, that's a lot of weapons on offense and their offensive line still isn't great, uh, but it's definitely better than it's been in years past. So as long as Saquon can come back to, and again, I'm not a big Saquon fan, but I think if he could be, you know, a top seven running back in the league, top eight running back in the league, which is obviously capable of doing, uh, then I think Jones has to be a pretty good quarterback this year. And again, their defense was really good last year. I don't see it being bad this year. So I do see them probably getting to over seven and a half wins. Uh, and again, obviously in the division that you have, it is an easier division than most. So obviously Washington's improved, but they still have problems at quarterback. We, talk, we just talked about Philly. We'll get into Dallas uh, soon enough. So 
it's definitely, you know, at six games in your division, you could definitely go three and three. You could possibly go in four and two if you, you know, just get maybe a win over Washington, um, you know, on the road or maybe Dallas on the road. So I think it's definitely um, a favorable schedule that they have. Uh, and I think eight wins is definitely not out of the question. So I'd probably, I'd probably go over seven and a half and I'd probably say eight wins. Disagreement, disagreement. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, next on this list, we got the Washington football team there at eight and a half. I want to say McIntyre. McIntyre has the over on that. I don't know that I, I really don't want to agree. I just, I have to take the under. I, I don't, I'm not a Fitzpatrick guy. I think Fitzpatrick's a guy that he'll be hot at times, but he'll be extremely cold the other probably 12 games of the season, at least. I mean, and Fitzpatrick's probably in a 17 game season. He's probably good for five games and in garbage for the, for the rest. Uh, he's a guy that can lose you a lot of games. He might be able to win you one or two, maybe, or keep you in one or two games against teams that are just better. But he's also, he's, he's just not a good quarterback. We've seen it. He's, the only quarterback to throw what over 5,000 passes that hasn't played in a playoff game. Uh, he just hasn't made the playoffs. His teams haven't been good. That's also true, but I don't think this Washington roster is good enough to carry Fitzpatrick to the playoffs. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I think I picked the under, I think they'll, I think they're around eight and a half. Like I, they could be nine win. Maybe they hit 10 wins. Um, it wouldn't like super shock me, but I could also easily see them be eight and nine or maybe even seven and 10. I just, I don't see them, especially playing a first place schedule too. I mean, it's as nice as it was to win that division last year. Like, I mean, every other team that's kind of, you know, close to you gets probably better schedules or just more favorable opponents to play. Uh, so it's tough for me. I mean, I don't think their schedule is awful early. I think they've got, I mean, Chargers week one, the Chargers are, are a team that people like, but they're not, they're not a juggernaut of a team. So that's kind of nice, but, and you, you know, you get, you get to host Washington, which should be a win, but I mean, who knows? I just, I don't know. I take the under, but I think it'll be close. Yeah. I'm also going to take the under. Um, if they, I like their team as a whole. I think their team offensively and defensively is really talented. And I think without that answer at quarterback, having Fitzpatrick there, I think we've seen the last couple of years that, he could lead your team for stretches of, you know, other season, like three to four games, but then he, you know, he has this two games where he'll throw three picks each and he'll, you know, just throw you out of games, no matter how good your defense is, no matter how good, you know, you've been playing. Uh, so I think that's a problem because your backup is Taylor Heineke right now. So, and, you know, obviously the playoff game last year, but that, I mean, that's a one game thing, you know, no one ever saw him play. So it's, I don't, I'm not putting trust into Taylor Heineke to come in and start, you know, four or five games and us, you know, for that team to go three and two or four and one over that stretch. Uh, so I think if they had a, if they had a real guy at quarterback, I think I would probably go over, but with Fitzpatrick and Heineke there, most likely splitting time, even if Fitzpatrick's there the whole season, I still don't trust him as, you know, his last full season was with the Jets. Um, the year after they almost made the playoffs, or I guess it was the year they almost made the playoffs, you know, they had that great year, but again, that was five, six years ago. And I don't see them, him doing that again this year. So, um, I, I would probably go under here and it's because of the quarterback, if they just had someone else, a quarterback, I'd probably go over because I really do like this team. I think this team is probably the most talented team in the division. Um, that's even saying it from Cowboys perspective, uh, because, you know, we have a lot of great players, but I think their team as a whole is just better than ours. But again, the problem at quarterback is a real problem. So I'm going to go under for Washington. And, uh, the last team in this division, the Cowboys, they're at nine and a half. McIntyre takes the, 
he said pass or under. He just says there's cowboy tax with this wide wide nine and a half. It's a high number for the Cowboys. But personally, I mean, maybe I'm just high on the Cowboys. I'm gonna take the over. Looking at their schedule, I don't think it's a remarkably difficult schedule. I could easily see them pulling off 10 or 11 wins this year. Granted, it's also it is also a 17 game schedule, so nine and a half isn't as bad as it was, you know, last year or any other year. But I'm gonna take the over. I I like the Cowboys to win the division this year. I think they're I trust Dak more than I trust any other quarterback in this division by far. I'm not a big Mike McCarthy guy. I mean, we talked about it a while ago. I I could I could do with about any other coach. Um, but he's not horrible. He's not a horrible coach by any means. I think the Cowboys probably win the division. Uh, I think I think on paper they have the most talent. Now, I think it's also a risk because I don't know if this talent works out. I don't know if McCarthy's the guy. I don't know that people stay healthy. Their offensive line could be good. It could also be atrocious. Uh, it just depends on how lucky they get injury-wise. Uh, the offense should be good, though, regardless. I mean, we'll see how, you know, how Zeke works out. But I trust the receivers, and I, I trust Dak. The defense is a question. Uh, if the draft picks work out, if Parsons is great, if if Van Der Esch stays healthy, if, if Smith plays well, if they can get their defense to play well, I think this team wins the division. I don't know that it's too, too close. I could see them being about, I could see them 10 and seven, 11 and six. And the next best team is, you know, eight and nine. I, I really could see it. I, I think it might not be too close. I just don't trust any of the other teams. And I think the Cowboys should have an easy time winning this division. Now it's a risky pick, like I said, but I'll take the over. I have to take an over at least one of these teams. So, yeah, um, I'm going to go over too. I, you know, if just looking on strength of schedule, um, just that alone, the Cowboys do have the second easiest um, schedule for this upcoming season. The Eagles actually have the easiest one, but I think we know there's a disparity between Cowboys and the Eagles in terms of talent and just, you know, the team wise. So that obviously is in their favor. Um, and also, I mean, yeah, there's, there's real concerns on the offensive line and, and still on the defense, uh, despite the draft where I think they took seven out of nine players were on defense. Um, I don't know exactly how many of those are going to be starters. And even if they are starters, are they going to be good enough starters? I think Parsons obviously is going to be a starter and he looks like he is going to be very good. Depends on how good he is going to be. Um, but in that secondary, I mean, it took, um, Kelvin Johnson, um, or Joseph in the second round and, you know, we'll see how he is. I don't know exactly how good he is going, how good he's going to be on the outside. And obviously we have digs on there. So that is still a question. Our safety is still a question. We didn't really address that in free agency or the draft. Um, So as long as that could be somewhat shored up from last year, then I think that our defense is going to be dramatically improved. And again, our run defense was really bad last year too, but Parsons is going to help that. And we also brought in some other guys. Um, Keanu Neal is going to help that. Obviously he's playing, you know, like a linebacker hybrid position. Um, so as long as those stuff is just a little bit better, not saying it has to be top 10 defense, but top 20 defense. And we're not getting 300 yards per game against us, which basically was happening all last year. Then I think this, I think our team could be just way better because obviously having Dak at quarterback, you're going to be better than what you were last year anyways. Um, so with Dak back, I think Zeke is going to be better than he was last year. It seems like he's going to be better just in the you know, offseason videos. I can't tell you much, but I think he looks better. He's not as hefty and not as he's obviously slowed down over the years, but I think he's, you know, can get some of that quickness back just a little bit of it. So as long as those stuff can happen, and it's definitely a lot to ask for. I think this team could be a lot better and, you know, nine and a half wins is definitely a lot, but I think 10 wins is definitely reachable for this team. And also, 
a year of having OTAs, training camp, preseason games, I think helps. I mean, last year we had none of that with the new whole new coaching staff. So I think having that season last year and now having basically a brand new season, it's basically like getting in the head coaching staff for this season. Um, I think it just all helps. So I think this division is set up for them to win. And I feel like we always say that every year, but this year I really do believe it. Um, and I wouldn't say I wouldn't be surprised if they get over nine and a half wins, but I, I somewhat would be because of the strength of schedule and just all the pieces coming back and seeming like this is the time for them to actually meet expectations. So yeah, I'm going to go over for the Cowboys. In theory, they just shouldn't get any worse than they were last year. I mean, with everything you said, I just, I mean, they could be worse than they were last year. It's there's only 17 games in a season. So, you know, stuff happens, but yeah, in theory, they just, they should only get better. And honestly, every team in the division, I mean, well, I guess not every team, but the Eagles, and Washington, they should both be getting worse, theoretically. So we'll see what happens. But moving over to the, e, the AFC East, uh, the lowest on these on these lines was uh, the Jets. Uh, they're over under six and a half. McIntyre said pass or over. He just says new everything, basically. So for now, it's a pass. But as summer progresses, he'll consider the over. For me, I have to take the under. And I know I've been taking I've been slamming unders on these. So, you know, who knows? But. I just, I'm not a big Zach Wilson fan. We kind of talked about it. I just, I think he's a guy that has a high potential, um, but I think it's going to be a rough rookie year for him regardless. Even if he turns out to be a great quarterback, I think the rookie year, rookie year is going to be tough in this division with the the rising Dolphins, and we'll talk about them. We'll talk about the Pats. We'll talk about the Bills. But I think it's a tougher division than it has been. Saul is a brand-new head coach. Even though there's no COVID this year, stuff is, there's still, COVID is still a thing, although it's not a dominant thing like it was last year. You're still going to have, practice time and stuff but it's it's going to be rough I, I just I don't see them getting above six and a half they easily could I mean they could be a seven one team sure but I mean is Wilson gonna be any better than than Donald has been and that's I'm not saying you know Wilson could be a great quarterback but still even in his rookie year I don't think he's a necessarily he's not necessarily an upgrade like short term at least so I think it's tough and I, I don't know that I love anything else in the roster like you still have so many questions so many holes who even knows if Saul pans out? There's too many risks for me to bet on the over. So, yeah, I'm gonna go under too. I think it's the safer bet um, for this team. And you're right, the division's gotten so much better um, to the point where I think the Jets, if they were in any other division, I think they probably would be better. Um, but in this division, you know, those six games against everyone else, I mean, they could easily go one and five. Uh, if anything, even zero and six, honestly. So that's just gonna be tough if they don't go at least at least two and four. Uh, in the division, then it's going to be hard for them to get over six wins. Um, they also have a pretty, you know, they have a pretty tough schedule, I would say. Um, obviously, it's basically the same as everyone else in their division, but then you have a couple different games, a couple different home and aways. Um, they kind of end the season pretty tough. I mean, they're at Miami, then home to Jacksonville, which we don't know what they are, Jacksonville yet, obviously with Lawrence. Um, I think you'd rather play Jacksonville early than late, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so too. Late, I mean, they could, Lawrence could be a way improved quarterback. He probably will be. Um, their team's probably going to be a lot better. Not that much better, but at least a little bit better. Um, and then you're home against Tampa and then you're at Buffalo. So it's pretty tough last couple of games um, to play, especially if you're maybe at, you know, four or five wins and then you play that last four, you could easily go own four, maybe one and three. So I definitely see this as, you know, a t- not a, t- I wouldn't say a tough season. I'd say a pretty good season. Um, just I don't think the wins are going to be there. I think they're going to be in a lot of games. I think they're going to be competitive, but I just think um, with Wilson as your quarterback, you're right. Him and Darnold at this point right now, it's most likely the same. I think Wilson will be better. 
uh, just because of the coaching staff and the culture that's there with the Jets now than what it was with Darnold. But um, I just don't think the wins are going to be there uh, this season. But so I, again, I'd go under and I'd probably say six. I'd probably go probably like five wins, but uh, obviously under. So I think the only way, well, not the only way, but I think a way that I can see them getting the over is if by week 17 or 16 or whatever, uh, if the Bucks already have their division secured, they can sit people, then they might be able to get a free win. And same with the Bills. If the Bills have a division secured or if they have, you know, the wild card secured or whatever it happens to be, it's the last game of the season. That's not, you know, that happens. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me if they sat people in the Jets maybe get a free win. But, I mean, those wins don't count. You know, the narrative of six and a half, me picking the under would, or us picking the under would still stand. Um, Especially for a 17-game season where teams will most likely be – they'll probably will want to rest players because it's just an extra game that you've never had. So yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if the Bills, who it looks like are going to win this division, um, would rest some players. And definitely the Bucks, most likely. Even then, though, still. I mean, I still think the under is a good pick. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, Next was the Dolphins. See, the Dolphins line is eight and a half. He has the under on it. He basically just says the Dolphins were one of the luckiest teams in the NFL last season. Top 10 special teams unit. Ranked third in turnover differential. Led the NFL in interceptions. Uh, if the special teams don't generate points, can second year Tua, who was benched twice, you know, can he pull through? I'm taking the under as well. I've just, I'm just not a big Dolphins guy. Uh, they basically cut all their captains last year. I don't know. You know, Kyle Van Noy was interviewed about it. He declined the comment, basically. But there's something different about Flores as the defensive coordinator on the Patriots and him as the head coach on the Dolphins. Uh, again, Van Noy didn't comment on it, but I don't know whether it's he's just shoving Tua down the player base's throats, even though the player base is like, this guy's just not good or what. That could definitely be it. I don't love Tua anymore. I mean, I, I probably was a bigger Tua guy. I don't. I can't trust him to carry this team. That's for sure. I do think. I, I think uh, McIntyre is right. This team was pretty lucky. They again third in turnover differential. I don't know that Xavier Howard plays as good as he was last year. Xavier Howard to me is a guy that he's he's a he's a risk taker. He's a playmaker, but he's also susceptible to just getting burnt in games. Um, he's not a Revis type of guy. Where he's not, he's not just going to shut you down, and nobody's going to pass to him. He's not like that, or I guess even a Sherman to a certain extent. He's a guy that, you know, quarterbacks aren't afraid to target Howard. It's just going to be come down to will Howard make the play or not. And that's risky. I think turnovers are just a tough thing to bet on special teams too, because not only can, you know, special teams players are typically signed like one or two year deals. They also fall off super quick just because it's a special teams player, super dime a dozen type of guys. I just, it's tough to bet on me for them. And I, or tough to bet on them for me. And I, I, I like the bills more and I like the Patriots more. I don't like the jets more, but. I don't know. I think I think the Dolphins are a team that's going to trend a little bit more down than they 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 were a team that was trending up. I don't. I think they start to trend down a little bit. Uh, they had two pretty solid years. I just I don't. I'm not in love with the Dolphins this year. I'll take I'll take the under. Yeah, I would agree. I'm going to take the under also. Uh, this at eight and a half. I think that's just too high for this team. I don't think they're that good. Like not eight and a half wins uh, or over type good. I think they're definitely still a good team, but it's it's going to come down to Tua anyways, no matter what. Um, if he could, if he's what he was last year, uh, then obviously they're not going to get over eight and a half. But if he doesn't prove uh, and you know looks like the guy he was at Alabama before the hip injury, then I think they definitely could get over that eight and a half. It, again, it'd be tough. It's a tough division, um, but their their overall team is definitely good enough. Obviously, the coaches are you know pretty good coach. He's definitely a top you know whatever coach in the NFL, top you know seven eight coach, whatever you want to say. Um, so I think if Tua plays better, I could definitely be wrong. But right now, I'm going to say that he doesn't. Uh, play you know at least a lot better I think he improves but just not enough to the point where he could be 
you know, a consistent source of offense for them because you're right. Their special teams and their defense did a lot of scoring last year. And without that, they probably aren't winning a lot of those games. So can you really rely on that defense and special teams being that good again this year? Not just being that good, but just scoring points, which is, you know, that's very tough to do for a special teams or a defense to do, uh, you know, year in and year out. And, um, you know, just looking at the, their schedule, I think one thing that, you know, sticks out as soon as you look at it is that they don't have a bye until after week 13. So they're going to play 13 straight games, no bye. I think that, I think that plays a factor into something. I mean, to obviously with another game added to the schedule this year, buys are going to be different. You know, a lot of teams do have buys after week 12, you know, in regular years. Um, and I think that does affect a lot of teams. I think that having a buy somewhere in the middle, you know, week seven, week eight, week nine, I think helps because, you know, you could be, you know, four and one, and then you lose a couple games and you go into that bye, and then it's just a reset week. And then most teams come out of that bye doing pretty well. So for them not to have it until after week 13, it could be good or it could be really bad. It could, if they're, you know, 500 or a little bit less, then I don't think, I don't know if it's going to help that much because you just only have four games left to try and make up that ground. Um, but if they're playing well, then, you know, I guess it really doesn't matter because you have four games left, you're ready way over 500, but I don't see them being there. So I think, it really relies on Tua being a better quarterback, um, which I don't exactly see so much so far this year. So I'm going to have to go under for them. Um, and if it was maybe seven and a half, uh, maybe I could go over. But even then, I don't even think so. So, yeah, I'm going to go under eight and a half. Yeah. Uh, next up is the Patriots. Uh, McIntyre has – the line is nine and a half. McIntyre says the under. He says a lot of questions. Will Cam Newton start – why did the Pats spend so much on free agency when Belichick never does? He has no read on this team. Uh, I disagree with McIntyre. I'm going to take the over. Um, I know it's uncharacteristic of Bill to go ham in free agency, but basically he came to the realization and so did Kraft that Bill just hasn't been hitting on the draft. They have no talent. They need to go out in free agency and, and, and sign players. It's something that they didn't have to do before because Bill has been hitting on the draft before this. I mean, it just there's been a long, a long period of him not hitting on the draft. And when that happens, when Brady leaves, you need talent. He needed talent. They hadn't hit on quarter um, tight ends like they did on Kronk and Hernandez. They had to sign Henry and Smith. They plenty of misses. Um, the only the only really hits of of pass has been offensive line, which is why the offensive line has been so good. Um, I'm gonna take the over. Uh, I don't love Cam. I think Cam will start day one. I don't have any questions in my mind that's going to that's gonna happen. Uh, Bill's going to make Mac Jones earn it, but I think Jones earns it eventually. I think whether it be due to injury or play, I think there's a week there that Jones gets a start in. I think he capitalizes. I think Jones starts the rest of the year, probably somewhere through the middle of the year, maybe early, maybe late. Um, probably I would lean earlier in the year that that would happen. Um so, yeah, like if, if for some reason Cam had another COVID type of scenario where he misses a few weeks and, and Jones can fill in that, that hole and he can play well, he'll probably start the rest of the year. Um, I don't love Jones. Like I've said, I don't, I don't think, you know, I would have rather had Fields, but I trust Belichick so much that I think Jones will work out and he may be better than Fields. I think I'd predict it at this point just because I like, I like Jones' scenario so much more than I like Fields' scenario, even though I think Fields has a higher top-end talent theoretically. Um so I don't hate that. I think defense is going to be good. Gilmore staying. He's not going to be traded. JC Jackson's a pro bowl type cornerback. I don't love him. I think he's more of a, you know, he kind of had fluky interceptions last year, which is why people were higher on him than, than I was, but I still love our cornerbacks. Chung retiring is unfortunate, but I'm not too worried about our secondary McCordy, obviously, you know, we lost Jason, but we get, we still have Devin uh, linebackers are kind of worrisome, but, uh, 
if our draft picks work out, I don't have too, too much worries about it. Um, we had a guy from Michigan in like the fifth round or something. I forget his name, but uh, we'll see how Barmer works out. We'll see how Perkins works out. People love Perkins. Um, Barmore seems like a risk, uh, but if he, if it works out, I think it works out and it's a home run. If not, it's probably a bust, but we'll see. I take the over. Uh, and I think this Patriots team could, could, could definitely win the division. I, I think bills are the bills are more talented, but I think the Patriots are better coached, even though I still love McDermott and the Patriots are better coached. I think they're going to be competitive in all their division games, no matter what. I think they'll be competitive with the Bills, just like they were last year when the Bills were just so much better of a team. Well, in the first game, at least, they were definitely competitive. Second, not so much. But I'll take the over on the Patriots. Maybe I'm just being hopeful, but I like the Patriots this year. I like them to win the division. I think the Bills take a step back, so I'll take the over. This one relies completely on the quarterback for me. Um, Cam is going to start week one, but how long is he going to be the starter? If he's the starter for like, you know, three weeks, four weeks, and then Jones comes in, I think I would probably go over. Um, but if Cam's going to be the quarterback for at least like the first half of the season, I, you know, and I guess, it, you know, I guess it depends on the record if he actually still will be. But, you know, if he's going to be quarterback for at least half the season, I think I almost have to go under I think they're a better team with Jones at quarterback and that's without even seeing Jones play a snap for them yet uh, but just you know the, I just don't think the offense with Cam is the offense they want to run and it clearly isn't I mean we saw last year I knew it was you know the first year but I don't think it's gonna be that much better this year and I just don't think Cam's that good honestly you can't throw I mean like you can't be a quarterback and not throw unless you're going to be 25 years old and like a Lamar Jackson where you could run Cam's not that anymore he's what 30 32 or something like 31 whatever however old he is um, so, and he's a lot older than he really seems because of all the hits that he's taken. So he's not that guy anymore. Um, I don't trust him at quarterback. So if Jones is going to be a quarterback earlier in the season, like kind of like the Dolphins do with Tua, you know, if they were actually to stick with him, um, then I think that'd be the right plan, you know, three, four weeks in, put him in, have him be the starting quarterback. I think that's the right move for them because I do like their team. I think their free agency moves, they definitely made some big splashes, whether it works out or not. I think it was, I think it was the right moves to do. You obviously had guys back from last year who opted out. Um, obviously, you still have Belichick as your, as your uh, head coach. It's obviously probably the biggest factor of anything um, overall for basically any team, honestly. So I think there's definitely positives for them. But it, for me, it depends on when Jones is going to be the quarterback. Um, and if that doesn't happen early in the season, I'm probably going under. Uh, so nine and a half, I'd like to go over, but I think I have to go under for them. And, you know, I just it just depends on Jones whenever he's the quarterback. Lastly, well, I guess looking at the Patriots, I think the Patriots have a favorable schedule. I like the positioning of their games. I like opening home against the Dolphins. I like second week being at the Jets is fine. I think that's a dub. I like the Saints week three at home. I, I like the, us there. We're a tough, we're not a great September team, but I like those first three weeks. Week four, hosting the Bucks. we'll talk about it. That's going to be a game we'll definitely talk about a lot, so I'm going to save my takes on that. But I, I like our beginning of the schedule. I, I like it. I I think we, we have some, like, home hosting the Browns is nice. I, I think we're going to go over. But uh, lastly here is the Bills. Well, uh, one thing I was going to say about their schedule, that when they go Browns at Falcons, home Titans, at Bills, by at Colts, home Bills, I think it's a tough stretch. I think depending on what your record is going to that stretch, that could be – that could de- determine if you're a playoff team or not because that's – you know, at Atlanta could always, that's always, you know, that you could win that game. You could lose that game. You never know with Atlanta, especially in Atlanta, obviously Cleveland's a, probably a better team um, than you, uh, at least right now. And then Titans, you know, 
that could be a tough game. I mean, the you know, obviously the Titans have had success against the Patriots in the past. You know, Bills twice, Colts at Indianapolis. We expect them to be a pretty good team in the AFC. So I think that's a pretty tough stretch, especially towards middle to late season. I think that's pretty tough. Getting that by though, getting that by then being able to play the Colts next week, I like, and then having the Bills two times in what four weeks. I like that as well. I just you know, the first game they might lose, but you know, if you get Belichick, you know, kind of in that zone already, I kind of like that. Uh, but yeah, the Bills, they're at 10 and a half. McIntyre picks the over. The Bills are a legit Super Bowl contender, retained offensive coordinator, blah, 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 Byron Dayball, uh, McDermott, 4 0 to cover the spread as a head coach. You know, the Bills, we, we know. Um, I'll let you go first on this. I'll let you go first. Yeah, I'm high on the Bills. Uh, I'm going to go over. Uh, even though 10 and a half is a big number, I really do like them. And again, this is a tough division. I think in the, you know, the six games against the division, you always have to go at least three and three. But I think for them, you probably have to go four and two. I think the Patriots definitely could push them um, at some point. Again, like I said, if Jones is going to be the starting quarterback for them. Um, but I definitely do like the Bills. You're right. I mean, they, you know, like they, uh, like McIntyre said, they, you know, retain Brian Dable, which seemed like a, you know, that team, that was a shock. I mean, everyone thought he was at least going to go with the Chargers, at least just another coaching vacancy uh, this offseason. So for them to keep him, I think that's huge for Allen. Um, I think Allen, I don't know if he'll be as good as he was last year, but I think he'll be very similar, uh, which is, I think is big for them. Obviously, their offense is reliant completely on him, which I don't think it's a bad thing because I think he is a type of quarterback that can do that. And their defense definitely has problems. Um, it seems like they play better at home than they do on the road, which I don't exactly know why, but they could just, you know, I guess level that defensive play on the home and road a little bit. Um, I think they'll be a lot better defensively, which, you know, in key situations last year, you know, they really struggled defensively. And we saw that in the playoffs, which is kind of what cost them against the Chiefs. I know their offense wasn't great, but the defense also wasn't great against them. And I know it's against the Chiefs, but your defense does have to be better. Um, but I do like them over 10 and a half. I think they do win this division. Um, I think they are probably the second best team in the AFC, um, depending on what the Colts do, possibly, I guess. But I think they are the second best team behind the Chiefs. Um, so... Yeah, I do like them over 10 and a half. And I think, you know, they definitely have a tough schedule. I don't think it's an easy schedule. But again, if you're going to be one of the best teams in the AFC and overall in the NFL, I think you have to win those tough games. So, yeah, I like them over 10 and a half. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over as well. And, I, you know, you may say you feel like the Patriots win the division, but you're still, still going to take the over on the Bills at 10 and a half. I think 10 and a half is pretty low for the Bills. Um, I don't necessarily love the Bills. I, I don't know that I love Allen still. He still has to prove to me that he's going to be consistently at this level. Um but yeah, I still think 10 and, a, 10 and a half is a pretty low number. I still think they could be 11 wins, 12 wins. And if they get to 12, I think they probably win the division. But I could still see them getting to 11 and what, 11 and six. And I, they could still lose the division 11 and six. That's so much I like the Patriots. And I know you may say you might, you might disagree, but I still think the, that the Bills could go 11 and six and lose this division. They could still go 11 and six and win. I, I like the over. I don't see them falling below 10 wins. And if they're 10, you know, that's fine. But it's just too hard for me not to bet the over here. I'll take the over. Their defense isn't great, but I, I expect it to be at least as good as it was last year. Maybe not. We'll see. Uh, but that defense has historically been really, really good. Um, the offense, we'll see how Josh Allen is, but I still expect that offense, even if Allen takes a slight step back, that offense is still going to be killer. Diggs is, you know, last year he was definitely a top five receiver. This year he should be a top five. I think, I think he's, he's still regardless going to be a top 10 guy, which is good enough. Uh, we'll see. I, I like the Bills roster. 
I love McDermott. I love that head. I love that head coaching staff. It's the second best in the division and probably top eight in the league, top seven in the league, maybe even higher than that. Uh, so yeah, I, I like, I like the bills over there. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's the yeah. teams that we're going through today. Unless you have anything else to say. Yeah. I mean, I was just going to say, I mean, I think the Patriots could, I think the Patriots ceiling, I think is 10 and seven, I guess it is maybe 11 and six, but I really see them being like a 10 and seven team at best where I think the bills, I think they, I think like their lowest is probably 10 and seven. So I think it's tough for the Patriots to win this division. Um, I think they just have to get luck with injuries, you know, on the bill side um, for them to win this division. Um, if it's going to be over 10 wins or if it's going to be 11 wins, I just don't see the Patriots getting to 11 wins this year. I think the Patriots absolute ceiling is 12 wins. I think, yeah, I think 12 wins. I think they can hit it. I think they could also have nine wins, though. But I'm going to take the over on the Patriots. I think the Bills. I agree with you. I think their 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 floor is probably ten wins. But I think I think the Bills could realistically win thirteen or thirteen games. I think the Bills probably have a slightly higher ceiling. Maybe the Patriots win thirteen. I don't think so. But yeah. Um, but that's the so, AFC NFC East. Yeah, I was just going to say. So for the NFC East, I have the Cowboys. You have the Cowboys. Yep. Yeah. And for the AFC East, I have the Bills, you have the Patriots. I have the Patriots. I know, you know, that's definitely clearly biased, but I've never been like throughout all the Patriots years, I've never been like a Patriots homer. So I don't, you know, it's still a biased take, but I've never been a Patriots homer. I mean, you may not realize that, but you know, it's definitely true. Like I've, I'm definitely more of a Pats hater than most, um, you know, Patriots fans that is, but, but yeah. Um, feature episode. We're going to be reacting to our award and prediction takes for the NBA. Um, we may do some more schedule takes on the rest of the league. We'll see. Uh, Brandon, do you have anything else? Uh, no. The, the Yeah, you're right. The next episode is going to be from our predictions from right before the season started. Um, that will be Monday or Tuesday where the regular season will end and then it will be the play-in games. Um, so we'll know I'm pretty sure we'll know exactly you know what the um the teams are actually in the you know play-in and playoff seedings are um and we'll and we'll most likely know you know MVP defensive player of the year coach of the year is I mean I think we'll have a pretty good sense about it um we could probably do that now but again we'll just wait till the season's over so yeah that'll be that'll be a fun episode to do yeah all right well appreciate really stay to the end pretty relatively short episode I guess today um but yeah uh read everything in the description um yeah that's it uh we'll be back Monday, Monday-ish, Tuesday-ish. Yeah.